people struggle with pride and humility and think, well, what about me? Is it right for me to feel good about myself? Is it wrong for me to feel good about myself? How does this all work? These words, pride and humility. In this podcast, I want to talk about what about me and help us to understand how we properly view ourselves in light of what God's Word says. I'm glad you're with us. This is Pastor Greg Winschlag. This is Life 66. And uh, let's dive into today's um, topic. The Bible says this, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. That's pretty serious words, that if I want God to be my enemy, then all I have to do is be proud. But if I want God to give me his grace and to help me and to um, just come alongside me, then humility is the way to receive that. Now, it's clear then that the Bible teaches that we should be proud, or rather, we should not be proud, but we should be humble instead. But there's a problem because many people don't understand what those words mean. If I'm humble, do I always have to downgrade myself and say, well, I'm really not that good, or no, those people are much better than me, and uh, you know, I'm really, uh, you know, can't do that very well, and I'm just not much. Or, but what if you're happy with a job well done or excited about something that you've achieved? Is that pride to look at something you've done and be happy about it and think, man, that was great what I just did. Is that pride? And should we not do that? See, being humble, many think, means to lessen yourself, to think of yourself as not as good or valuable as someone else, or to put yourself down, that in comparison to someone, that humility is, well, oh, they're so much better than me. I could never be as good as them. I'm not as strong or talented or skilled or intelligent as that person is or or, um, or that group of people. That Some people think that, that that's what humility is. And I want to just tell you that that's nonsense, that the Bible doesn't teach that's what humility is, and it's a false sense of humility. Um, actually, in many people's lives, that there is a false humility when they say, oh, I'm really not that good. And they're fishing for someone to say, oh, yes, you are. That's manipulation. Or in their mind, they're really thinking, well, I really am better than them, but I just don't want to say that and not be humble. Let me give you an example of an of a interesting one in the Bible. In the book of Numbers, it, it's, uh, it says this, now Moses was the most humble man on the earth, more humble than anyone else on the earth. Now, okay, that's a statement, but think about it. Who wrote the book of Numbers? Moses wrote that book. So Moses was writing about himself that he was the most humble man on the face of the earth. Now, is that false humility or is that pride? I don't think so. And I think you'll learn in a minute what I mean by that. You see, humble is not thinking less of yourself because God didn't make you less. God made you great. And that doesn't mean that other people don't have better skills in some areas, but when it comes to our value, God didn't make anybody inherently greater or better than anybody else. He made you the way he wanted you to be, and he made you great. And it's not arrogant to recognize what you're good at. He made you. I'm pretty good at some things. I'm pretty good at some music. I'm, you know, pretty athletic. And um, there's some things I'm awful with. You know, my my 
uh, family members are good at art. I'm terrible at art. I can't even draw a stick figure that looks good. Um, but I'm pretty good at other things. And that's not an arrogant statement. It's recognizing what God has created and being thankful to God for what he's created. Not building ourselves up saying, look how great I am, but saying, God loves me and God made me this way and he's pleased with me. The old movie, it won an Oscar uh, for Best Picture back in the 70s was Chariots of Fire. And we all remember the the, the theme song, everybody's running slow and the music is going. It's a great movie. The movie's about Eric Liddell, a, a runner uh, back in the early part of the century. And he was an Olympic runner and he was fast, but he was a Christian. And when it came to honoring the Sabbath day, and it came time for him to have to race in the Olympics on Sunday, he refused. And it was this major tension uh, and, and struggle inside of him as to whether he should run or whether he should not run. And one particular line when he's speaking to someone about his gifts and his talents is this. He says, God made me fast, and it gives him pleasure when I run. That's awesome humility. That Eric Liddell wasn't foolish. How silly would it be for him to say, well, no, I'm not really very fast. No, I'm really not that good. That's, that's just dumb. He's crazy fast. He's an Olympic sprinter. Of course he's fast. So it's not this false sense of, oh, I'm not very good. But it was, God made me this way. And God gets pleasure when I use my gifts and my talents in a way that pleases him. C.S. Lewis probably uh, defined it best in the way I think it's the best definition, and that is this, that humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. Not thinking less of yourself, but thinking of yourself less. That's true humility. I just don't think of myself anymore. I just, it, it's, I'm just not thinking about me all the time. Let's put it this way. Have you ever, uh, we've all been to funerals and sometimes there's a, a, a body in the, in the casket. It's a, it's a, you know, a, a open casket memorial and the person is there. You know, if it's a man, he's dressed up in a tuxedo or a suit or something and he's lying there. Now, if you were to walk up to that body in a casket and lean over close to the ear and say, you know what? You look really stupid in that suit. It doesn't, it doesn't go well with your tie. And the way the mortician made up your face, you look ridiculous with that goofy smile on your face. Now, what would the body do? Well, the clear answer and a ridiculous answer is nothing. The body doesn't snap to attention because he's offended that you insulted his suit lying there in the casket. That you insulted his smirk on his face. He's not thinking of himself at all. He's dead. He's dead. He doesn't get insulted. He doesn't get offended. He doesn't get bent out of shape. He's not looking after his own rights or his own uh, status. He's not insecure. He's dead. Uh, and you see, the Bible says that we need to die to ourselves. Galatians 2.20 says, I've been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live but it's not I who lives, but it's Christ who lives in me. You see, we're to die to ourselves, not in the sense that we become nothing, not in the sense that we cease to exist, 
but that we just simply think about ourselves less and less and less, and we consider others. That's true humility. Well, on the other hand is pride. And in the same way that humility is kind of confusing, pride is kind of confusing too. That many think that pride is arrogant. Look at me. I'm the best. Everybody wants to be me. And if you're a guy, it's like all the guys want to be me and all the women want to be with me. And they should be so lucky to be half as awesome as I am. That's what most of us think about is pride, that it's all about you. Well, pride is not necessarily arrogant. Pride is simply a preoccupation with yourself, that all you think about is you. And that could come out in so many different ways. Think about a really insecure person. Do they like me? Will I fit in? Um, do I look good enough? Is, is my, are my clothes right? Um, is my hair right? Uh, am I smart enough? And who's that person thinking about all the time? Well, themselves. Even when you maybe fall into a depression, and I'm not talking about clinical depression. I'm talking about just these moods we get in when we're just kind of down. And, and when you're depressed, you're thinking, my life is terrible. I don't like me. I don't like what's happening in my life, in my work, in my home. Um, why can't I be better? How come I'm you know, such a loser? And this depressed type outlook on yourself is self-preoccupation. That's why one of the real uh, remedies for depression is to go serve other people, to get involved in lifting others up. And you'd be amazed when you do that how quickly you can come out of a depressed state. Um, now, I get it. Sometimes there's a, you know, a, a chemical imbalance and there's a clinical depression. I'm not talking about that. Just those everyday things that kind of bring us down. Or when you're bored, when you're thinking, you know, who's going to entertain me? There's nothing for me to do. There's nothing for uh, me to get, you know, absorbed in or for me to get entertained by. That's self-preoccupation. And that's deadly. Think about when you walk into a room. Are you thinking, will they like me? Will they accept me? Will I fit in? Will I look dumb? Will I say something dumb? Uh, how will I act? Uh, so on. All that's based on preoccupation thinking. Now, on the flip side, humility walks into the same room, and humility is thinking, who are these people? They're interesting. They may have needs. I want to be kind to them. I'd like to get to know them. It's others-focused. You see, two people walk into a room. The pride one says, what about me? The humble person says, what about them? The prideful person says, will they like me? And the humble person says, how can I be kind to them? The prideful person says, will they want to know me? The humble person says, I want to know them. And it's the opposite. Pride is always preoccupied with my thoughts. Humility is preoccupied with thoughts about others. It's okay to know the gifts and talents that you have. Maybe right now, think about what are you good at? And thank God for it. Are you good at uh, computers? God gave you the mentality to be good at that. Are you good at music or sports or art or um, you know really anything you can think of? Are you a good student? Uh, are you intelligent? Are you athletic? Um, are you good in the kitchen? Are you a good cook? Uh, you know, God 
allowed that. Thank God for what you're good at and use what you're good at to bless others. Now, of course, it's not okay to obsess and to be preoccupied with that, with yourself. If you're your biggest fan and can't wait to take another selfie so you can post it, so you can have all the people give you, you know, a thousand likes and comment all about you, 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 and it may be a little bit of a preoccupation there. I prefer to log on to my social media and look at everybody else's stuff and lift them up and tell them how, how great they are. The Bible says, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. You know, it's so much better to be humble and let God lift you up than to be proud. And you know what happens to prideful people, right? Everybody loves to see them fall. When somebody's all arrogant and look at me and it's all about me and don't you want to know about me and it's me, 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 me. Everybody loves it when that guy crashes and he gets a little taste of humble pie. So to uplift others, to use your life to uplift others, that's what humility means. To not think of yourself less because you're not. God made you great. But just simply to think of yourself less. A humble person asks this question. Is there anything I can do for you? A prideful person asks, what am I going to get out of it? What's in it for me? Everyone likes people who are interested in them. No one likes to be around people who make it all about themselves. So today, I hope that you'll be humble and not proud. Because you see, God will oppose you if you're proud. And I'll tell you what, God never loses. If he's going to oppose you, things are not going to go great for your life. You'll find out very quickly how miserable you will be when it's all about you. Because you see, if you, if you succeed in making it all about you, that just leaves you with you. And that's a really lonely place to be. But he gives grace to the humble. When a humble person is successful, he makes it all about others. And, and a person that makes it all about others has lots of friends. And when you succeed in being humble, that's a great place to be because people love you and you love them. And it's just wonderful to have that relationship in your life. So I hope this has blessed you today. God opposes the proud. He gives grace to the humble. Let's be humble people today, not thinking less of ourselves, but thinking of ourselves less and asking the question, is there anything I can do for you? Instead of being proud, obsessing about ourselves, and you'll find your life's going to be a lot better. These are God's Life 66 principles, and I hope it's helped you today. God bless you, and let's live every day according to God's Life 66. Have a great one. Talk to you next time.